Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. It is Friday. Welcome to another edition of Inside Arsenal. Of course, it's the end of the week, which means the Premier League is about to return. Just 24 hours or so now till Arsenal are back in action at Bournemouth tomorrow. Mikel Arteta has just been speaking ahead of that game at his pre-match press conference at London Colney. Lots to discuss Today, from that press conference, we'll look at some injury news, which is pretty worrying, I have to say. I'm hoping that Mikel has been uh, sort of keeping things a little bit close to his chest when it comes to this. Uh, but yeah, he's delivered quite a in, uh, worrying, I would describe it, in injury updates. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about his comments on Tommy Asu, which I thought were interesting. He's been talking about Kai Havertz. Uh, we've got a couple of questions from you guys as well. It'll be my predicted 11 for tomorrow's game. So lots to get stuck into today. Uh, and I don't want to take up too much of your time because it's Ryder Cup weekend. And if you are anything like me, then you're going to be glued to your TV over the next few days or so, apart from when Arsenal are in action. Of course, what a start for Europe at the moment. 4-0 up after the foursomes this morning. Can't wait to see what happens this afternoon. All right, let's talk about Arsenal then, shall we? And what Mikel Arteta has been saying ahead of the game against Bournemouth. And we've got to start with injuries because it's a little bit worrying at the moment what's going on with the injury front with Arsenal. Lots of uncertainty going into this Bournemouth game. Now, as I said, hopefully this is Mikel just keeping things a little bit close to his chest, maybe giving Bournemouth one or two things to think about when it comes to what Arsenal might be doing, who might be available. But yeah, certainly these quotes are not exactly... Settled down the Arsenal fan base, shall we say, on social media this morning with what Mikel's been saying. So we'll go through what he's had to say. He was starting off talking about Declan Rice. He said, Declan Rice wasn't available. He hasn't trained yet. We have another session in an hour or two and we'll have more news about him then. Gabby Martinelli hasn't trained. Leo, same situation. Bakayo, same situation. They are all in the same pool. Willie Saliba had a knock. Fabio wasn't involved against Brentford. We have a few we have to assess them today. Um, and that's not ideal. Certainly not ideal. And then was asked more about Saliba and Vieira. And he said, look, let's see how everyone is today. They weren't in the squad against Brentford for a reason. And he was then asked, you know, are you hopeful that any of these players might be back for Saturday? And he says, my hope is that everyone is fit and available because we need them. What is coming in the next seven to 10 days, we need them. So, yeah, that's slightly worrying. It has to be said. As I said, maybe, you know, we know that Mikel doesn't want to give anything away ahead of games. He does it all the time when he talks about uh, team news, injury news. Um, so you have to sort of take that into account when he's saying this. While, while on paper, it certainly looks like a bit of an injury crisis for Arsenal right now. Um, we'll have to see who travels, who makes, who makes the, uh, the squad for the, for the game tomorrow. There is, of course, the added sort of thing hanging over this, the fact that Arsenal travelled to France for a game against Lons in the Champions League on Tuesday. And then they have Manchester City next weekend in the Premier League. So it's a really big week, this, for Arsenal. And if there are injury doubts, if players aren't, you know, near to 100%, then you would probably have to take those two games into an account. Mikel was asked about that and he said, no, Bournemouth is our priority. We're not even thinking about Manchester City next weekend. It's all about Bournemouth. And while I can understand him saying that, I think it still has to be there at the back of his mind, if you've got any doubts over someone, say like Saka or Saliba, you know, do you risk them if they're not, you know, they're not going to be hundred percent because most players are never hundred percent. It doesn't work like that. Footballers are always carrying knocks and they play through them and that's fine. But if they're, you know, we're talking like 80% and they are struggling and they haven't trained, 
then you have to surely take into account what's to come a little bit further down the line, especially with the magnitude of the games that Arsenal got coming up in the Champions League and then particularly against Manchester City at the, uh, at the weekend. So it is a worry. As I've reported before in the week building up to this, Arsenal are quite hopeful that some of these injuries, they're not massively serious. And if they are going to miss, say, the Bournemouth game, that they will be back fairly soon. So that is good news. Thomas Party as well wasn't mentioned at the press conference. Um, as I said, he's targeting the Manchester City game as well. So at the moment, it looks very bleak. And you've seen on social media, well, I've seen on social media, all the replies to like the tweet I put out with that quote from Mikel. Um, you know, everyone's getting up in arms and about it. And it's like, oh, the season's over, top four, champions is over, all, all that sort of, you know, very over-the-top type stuff. But, you know, if Arsenal can just get through the Bournemouth game, if those players are injured, then hopefully they'll have pretty much everyone back fairly soon anyway. So I don't think it's a long-term injury crisis, but for now, certainly it does appear like a pretty short-term injury crisis. And it's going to be really interesting to see who, if any of those players, make it for Bournemouth. And if they don't, then what is Mikel Arteta going to do when it comes to naming his team? Now, I will do my predicted 11 a little bit later on in this show. Um, Again, kind of similar to the Champions League one, I think it's going to be pretty difficult to predict because we just don't know just yet. As Mikel said, there's one more session at London Colney that's probably taking place right now at the moment I'm recording this before they travel later on to Bournemouth where they'll be staying in a hotel overnight. And, um, you know, it'll be that session now that they'll maybe be giving a few runouts to players like Saka, Saliba, those sort of players to see if they can handle the game at the weekend. But I think if there's gonna if you're risking anyone, it's just not worth it. Obviously, Bournemouth is hugely important. Arsenal have got to win that game, but you don't want to take any risks with players, especially players of the sort of stature of Saliba and Saka that could potentially risk them long term. Okay, another big talking point at the press conference, as always at the moment, was the form of Kai Havertz. And um, Mikel was asked, you know, how can you get more out of Kai at the moment? He says, trying to help him as much as possible, be next to him, give him the tools, give him the confidence and give him the minutes to exploit his talent. There are many parts of his game that he's doing exceptionally well. We know the one that needs to keep improving. As always, with any players, give him support, more tools. And if they don't perform, it is up to us. And as he said there, there are things in his game that Havertz is doing well. You look at the game against Brentford, for example, the weekend, there was lots of stuff that Havertz was doing well. But it's not ideally the sort of stuff that we want to see him doing well. You know, yes, defending well, that's great. But you don't spend £65 on an attacking midfielder stroke forward for him to be doing the defensive side really well and relying on that. He needs to improve. And as Mikel said, there's one part of his game that he needs to improve. And that's clear for all to see. And that is making an impact in the final third, getting on the end of things just showing a bit more ambition to get on the end of things as well. And when he does, when he is there, show a bit more conviction in what you're doing. You know, put your foot, foot through the ball when you've got a shot. Like that chance against Brentford when the ball came to him on his left-hand side and then he just moved it onto his wrong foot on his right and there was just no real conviction there. You can tell there was no confidence. You know, he needs to, he needs to show a little bit more conviction. If he can do that, if he can get some confidence up, then I'm sure we're going to see a completely different kind of habits. Um, whether he starts the weekend, we'll have to see. It depends on injuries, I think, at the moment, whether he starts or not. But if he does, then you know, fingers crossed he can make an, uh, an impact and can get back to the sort of form that hopefully can uh, show that he's going to be a big, big influence at Arsenal. When you talk about confidence and you talk about players coming back to form and hitting form, Tommy Asu is just a case in point here. Been fantastic the last few weeks. Had a brilliant international break with Japan. Came back. Looks like he's really taken confidence from that. He was brilliant in midweek against Brentford in the Cup. Man, man of the match in that game. 
you know, will it, has he played his way into the starting 11 for Saturday? Remains to be seen. But Mikel was talking about Tommy Asu. And um, this is what he had to say. He said, I've always said, and I'm really confident that the moment Tommy has consistency, he will be a tremendous asset for us. He can play in any position in the back line, any formation. We don't have a player like him. Defending, he is probably one of the best I've seen in many situations. His concept is, uh, that's the wrong word. <laughs> I've just realised I don't know what that is. Uh, the way he applies, uh, the way he goes into duels, if physically Tommy is at his best, we are going to have a player who is so important to us. And I mean, he is. He's just absolutely essential, Tommy Asu, to Arsenal, especially given the injury to Urien Timber. The versatility that he brings, the fact he can play right back, centre back, left back. You know, if there's no Saliba, for example, tomorrow, if he's not available, then you could play Tommy Asu uh, easily in that defence, just like they played. He played it there alongside Gabriel uh, in the Brentford game in midweek. You know, if Saliba is, if there is any doubt, I think, and it just means you can play Ben White at right back. You don't have to move him out, move him back inside and sort of limit yourselves in the right back situation. So Tommy's such an important player. I remember in, in the summer, there were questions, people saying, should we try and cash in on Tommy now, especially with Timber? And I was like, you just don't want to sell a player like Tommy Asu. It makes no sense. He's so good for a start. He's young, he's so versatile. And if he can stay injury free, and we know that is a bit of an issue with Tommy. Sometimes he can struggle with these injuries and um, and that can sort of stop the consistency that Mikel's talking about because it just becomes a little bit stop-start with him. But when if he can get stay injury-free, get into a rhythm and be confident that he's such a valuable asset to Arsenal and he's showing that at the moment. And um, yeah, hopefully he uh, if he does come in tomorrow, which he might well do if Saliba isn't fit. We hope Saliba is fit, of course, but if he isn't, then you know having Tommy Asu available gives you so many options in terms of what you can do at centre-back and it's just such a such an important player for Arsenal. Okay a little bit of uh, news on the women's team really good news here for Arsenal um, that was announced today that Kate McCabe has signed her new contract such an important player for Arsenal player of the season last season uh, named in the Champions League team of the year uh, just just hugely important player. Showed with Republic Ireland during the World Cup, you know, captain them, I think, at the World Cup. Just such an important player for Arsenal. Scored goal of the season as well for them last year. You know, she really sort of stepped up when all the injuries were decimating the team and so many of the big names were out. Kate McCabe, really, really important. She signed a new contract. Um, she was on the Ballon d'Or nomination last season. Uh, so, yeah, really good news for Arsenal. She says, Arsenal is home for me and I'm excited to have committed my future to this football club. I've grown up here as a player and as a person and developed a really special bond of our supporters, which means a lot to me. Over the years, I've experienced some amazing moments here, but I believe that the best is yet to come. And I know the aim here at Arsenal is to compete for the highest honours. So really good news. You know, she's just one of several players who have now committed their future to the club this summer. On top of the new signings that have arrived as well, we're really, really excited. You know, Arsenal women looking very, very strong to have a really good WSL campaign this season, which is good. They need it as well after going out of the Champions League in such disappointing fashion, not even making the group stages. Um, you know, she's going to want to, uh, they're going to want to really have a good crack at the WSL now and, make, and really sort of prove a point. So great news that, uh, that Katie has signed her new deal. Okay, let's move on to my team that I'm predicting for Bournemouth on Saturday. Of course, look, there's a big caveat here of I don't know at the moment in terms of the injury issues, who's going to travel, who's going to be involved. Um, there's a little bit of guesswork going on here. As you can see from the team that I put, I think David Raya comes in goal. Mikel was speaking about the Raya-Ramsdale situation again at the press conference today, as he's probably going to every before every single match at the moment. Ramsdale was fantastic against Brentford. When you sort of look at what Mikel said and saying, you know, 
I'll pick the team on merit. Whoever's playing well will earn their place in the team. Ramsdale obviously played well in midweek. And so you kind of look at what Mikel had to say and think, well, surely he's got to play Ramsdale this week then because Ramsdale played really well against Brentford. I don't think it's as simple as that. I do think Raya comes back in for this one. So I'm going him in goal. I'm going with White, Saliba, Gabriel and Zinchenko. Now I'm assuming there that Saliba's going to be fine. If he's not, then look, I think Tommy Asu just comes in. It's just very natural. It's the same centre-back partnership that played against Brentford. So uh, if there is no Saliba, if this knock, that, as Mikel described it, is serious enough to keep him out of the team um, tomorrow, then I think it's just a simple equation, isn't it? It's just Tommy Asu in for Saliba. So here's what I've gone for. Raya White, Saliba, Gabriel Zinchenko. I'm going with Jorginho as the number six. Um, look, if Declan Rice really hasn't trained at all this week, um with two such important games coming up, especially the Manchester City game next weekend. And I know you don't want to look too far ahead to that game. And it's just, as Mikel says, the next game's the most important and all that. But it's such a huge game. The fact that Rodri's not there as well, Arsenal really want to dominate in midfield if they can. You've got to have Declan Rice fit for that game. So I'm going Jorginho tomorrow with Odegaard and Havertz ahead of him. And then I'm going Saka on the right. Again, presuming Saka's going to be fit. Look, he's normally always fit, so I'm I'm sticking with that. I'm saying Saka on the right. And then I say Nelson on the left and Jesus up front. Obviously, against Tottenham, he played Jesus on the left and Nketiah up front. He could do that again tomorrow. I hope he doesn't. Um, but I just think Nelson obviously scored in midweek against Brentford. If you're not going to start Reece Nelson now, when Trossard and Martinelli are injured, when he's just come off the back of scoring in midweek, scoring the winning goal against Brentford, then when are you ever going to start him? And what was the point in giving him a new contract? So I really hope Nelson starts, and I think he probably will if Trossard and Martinelli aren't available. So that's my predicted 11. Remember, that's just me predicting it. It's not based on any information like that. Let me know what you guys think. Do you agree with it? Who would you be starting? Let me know in the comments below. So one more time, Raya, White, Saliba, Gabriel, Zinchenko, Jorginho, Odegaard, Havert, Saka, Jesus, and Reese Nelson. Okay, we'll end today's episode just with a couple of comments and questions from you guys as usual. Here's one from Cheesy Gunner. He says, is it me, Charles, or do you also get the feeling that Reese Nelson is not, uh, of Reese Nelson not being good enough to start, but too good to be on the bench? No, I, I think he's good enough to start. I really, really do. I think we've seen that from him in the last, certainly year or so, the second half of last season, whenever he came off the bench, he was excellent. You know, you can't just be an impact player. Mikel was asked about it in the press conference actually today. And he was saying, like, is, uh, do you just see Reese as an impact player? And that's it. And he said, no, he's good. You know, he's good enough to start. He's got to be good enough to start. And I think he is. You know, he's, there's, there's no reason why you can only do it off the bench. If you're good enough to come on off the bench, even if other players are tired, you know, the opposition are tired. But, you know, if you're good enough to really make a big impact, which he's been doing when he comes off the bench, then surely you're good enough to start. And I'm convinced he is. He started in midweek against Brentford, played well, scored the winning goal. So, no, I, I don't get that impression, Jesus Gunner. I think I think clearly there are players ahead of him in the pecking order. That's obvious. Martinelli and Trossard, those players are ahead of him. They're better players, in my view. But Reese Nelson's still a very, very good player. And I think he's good enough to start for Arsenal. And if he starts tomorrow, which I hope he does, I think, you know, I'm very confident he can make a big impact on that game. And here's one for, uh, oh, I'm not sure how you pronounce that, I'm afraid. Um, so I won't even try because I'll probably get it horribly wrong. So apologies. But uh, thanks very much for your uh, question. You see, do you think Ben White needs a break? He looked tired against Brentford and Tommy looked in fine form and would do a good job against Bournemouth. I'm not sure. I don't think, I don't look at Ben and think he needs a break. No, to be honest, I think he played, like, played very well. I thought against Tottenham last week. Um, 
and so no I, I think he's got really good he's got really good engine in him uh ben white and also i at the moment i'm just really liking tommy at center back when i've seen him play at center back so um no i don't think ben white needs a break i think he's really really important i think that partnership down the right hand side is so integral to what arsenal do with him saka and odegaard that so yeah if he's fit then you know, I know. I think he. Need, I need. I think he starts. But if he's injured or he's carrying a knock, then it absolutely bring in someone like Tommy Asu. But if Ben White's fit to start, then for me, he starts at right back because he's Arsenal's best right back, and he he's so important. Like I said, with that partnership with the other couple of players. All right, everyone, that's it for me. Thank you very much for watching or listening to this episode of Inside Arsenal. Wherever you are tuning in around the world, I hope you're going to have a very very good end to your Friday and a very good start to your weekend. And if you, like me now, are going to get that thing on right behind you, yes, with the wires and all, and turn and watch the TV and watch the golf, I hope you enjoy it. Come on, Europe, and come on, Arsenal, tomorrow. Have a very good day, everyone. I'll speak to you very, very soon. 